0: What's up up? up guys? You are tuned into the Team Next Up Podcast. Be independent. Be next.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Team Next Up Podcast. Torture's Perspective Series. I'm Trav, got my co-host Zoe here. We're gonna let this beat ride out a little bit. Yeah. And there we go. What's going on, though? White. <laughs> I'm hot. I'm hot. Oh, we gonna cover that shit today, man. We gonna cover it today. We gonna jump straight into it. Do you live here? Let's cut the music. As I said before, this right here is the T Next Up podcast, Torture's Perspective series. We're going to be talking about a lot of topics in these podcasts, and especially throughout this Torture's Perspective series. And the whole point is, this is our perspectives. You see what I'm saying? This is our perspectives based off of things that we live on our day-to-day basis and, and, and the perspective in the news and what we think about it. And not just you know politics, religion, sports, and a lot of other categories that we're going to be uh, covering here. Um, but I will tell you this this first story that we're kicking off with here is a banger 63 year old white woman writes a racist note and leaves it on the doorstep of a black family so we'll kind of give the backstory here on on what took place this 63 year old white woman is from Greentown uh so um what state is what state was that again
2: it's uh Indiana.
1: Indiana Indiana so pretty much pretty much what she did was she wrote a letter and put it on their doorstep after throwing toilet paper all over it. And the letter said, no niggas want it in this neighborhood. This is a white neighborhood. Some people find niggas stressful. And for some of you those want to know her name, so you can do some research on her. Cause you know, it's all public information. Her name is Deborah Cantwell. She was booked and she was let out on bond, of course. Um, and to continue what she was talking about, um, she said your nigga kids is not welcome. And then she continues to say, um, you can sell your house and make money on it right now. And by the way, hope you have deep pockets. So, so what do you what is your take on that, man? You know, she said deep pockets. So this right here is that's an intimidation method. An intimidation and it
2: also says she got a lot of backing and a lot of people that believe in the same way either she got some paper or she got some people around her that got some papers but my <clears throat> question is i didn't hear you say she was charged with a hate crime i mean she she wasn't charged with a hate crime um uh, well, was racially motivated i thought i thought any crime that was racially motivated is a hate crime
1: yeah i mean but you know you, you know you got to prove racial intent and and that's that's the sad part about Did it you all. Not read the freaking letter. <laughs> what
2: the fuck is racial intent about that racist ass letter? You got to
1: prove racial intent in the eyes of the perpetrator. You don't have to prove intent
2: on uh, 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 all this um, Me Too movement. Uh, fucking, um, uh, he harassed me thirty five years ago.
1: Yeah, well, there's there's a statute <clears throat> of limitations when it comes to that, but there's no statute of limitation when it comes to uh, white supremacy or, uh, racism. There's none at all. You have to prove that. Well, the white
2: folks are scared to go against code. I mean, they know the shit's fucked up, but I'll be damned. They're going to put their neck on the r- on the line because white supremacy, um, it goes out to anybody
1: that, that, that's not standing up for white supremacy. White supremacy don't care who it attacks. One of the interesting things in this story is that after she did all of this, um, Everybody thought it was some kids in the neighborhood, or you know, you know, just playing a prank or something, or you know, some, you know, some, 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 some racially filled white kids, or possibly some black kids playing a prank or whatever. That's what the police thought it was. But the homeowners association out here, big shout out to the homeowners association, they stepped up and said, "No, this white woman has a history of this type of shit that's been going on." So what they did was. They went and confronted this 63 year old white woman, and she admitted to it. And not only did she admitted it to it, she said it cleansed her soul.
2: Right. <laughs> it cleansed her <clears throat> soul. Yeah. Well, I mean, you sound like you su- you sound like
1: you surprised. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not surprised. It's just you know, uh, I bet our audience would probably be surprised because a lot of people don't think this type of stuff exists, and you know.
2: Yeah, because they got their head in their poodle, this shit type, this type of <laughs> shit. That Scarface, yeah, you got your head and your poodle, but this shit go on every day, and people don't pay attention to it until it affects you or someone close to your family
1: member. So Yeah, so. You got to stay woke. Now, now, you know, and speaking of staying woke, another thing that I kind of want to touch on in this story is, you know, She says it feels good to say exact. I I said cleanse your soul, but she says it feel good. So this black family, they go and they start what you call a GoFundMe account. Now, GoFundMe, you know, it is there for anybody to use to create awareness, to drive funds for fundraisers, organizations, events. But this black family went on GoFundMe and tried to raise nine thousand dollars. Um, what was the $9,000 supposed to cover? Well, based off of what I got from the GoFundMe page, um, the topic is raising money to fight a hate crime. <laughs> mm. and, and if you go to the GoFundMe page, they have a picture It says, we are all humans. And it's a picture of a whole bunch of white and black people with their hands out showing their skin color. Good marketing. We we need to get them on this podcast to market for well, us, man. Well,
2: is, is that couple? Is it bi? Is it is it a black and white thing?
1: Uh, what well, that kid is biracial, but like you said, you know, with the way you know things is going on now, it could have been from a past marriage. So they're not totally black. Well, no, there's a black one. There's a black one here. I mean, you know, they go. They go. I think the letter would have been worded different. It's a black family, but like I said, you know. They, I think they have a biracial kid. So I don't know if it's if the mom had a kid before, dad jumped off before. I don't know what it is, but I do know that it's some biracial stuff going on. But what they wrote on the GoFundMe is, I have created this GoFundMe to help with the cost of any legal fees that uh, we are about to take on for a fence that I would now need to put up and for a security system. Even if you cannot donate, please share. Okay. What the fuck do they need a damn fence for, man, in a security system? Is that going to stop white supremacy? It's not going to stop white supremacy. Uh, You need a a fence for that
2: fat-ass lady. (laughs) <laughs> this is a big white girl and it got you that damn scared.
1: But if a if a 63-year-old white woman <clears throat> is throwing fucking toilet papers like Tom Brady, buddy, <laughs> that's yeah. why I think they, they're trying so to it, they're trying to milk it, man. Uh, and they and they meet that goal. $9,340. They went more than what they were supposed to yeah, get. They do. got an extra $340. Right. So you do realize that uh
2: you're gonna come across as count somebody's pocket or potentially a hater that they gotten some money that they they got
1: their, they they met their goal. Well, call me a player hater because I will take that shit any day of the fucking. Week. What's the
2: biggest problem with that, Dan? What, what what are you what what are you saying? What what's the problem? Because the dump with raising got nine thousand dollars to build a fence. Right, you got uneducated people going to listen to one sentence you going to come across as a hater counting their pockets. They're going to say, you're worried about the wrong thing.
1: Yeah, I'm worried about the wrong thing, and I'm counting your fucking pockets, and I'm counting them fucking butter biscuits your ass is eating too, buddy.
2: So break it down for the people don't see
1: where you actually going with this. So what I'm saying is, I mean, there's nothing wrong with creating a GoFundMe, but, I mean, what, what are you giving back to the community? What are you giving back to help other people in causes like this that 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 are going to go through these racial racially... Implied situations. What are you gonna do for man? I, I know a lot of kids who deal with racism every single day They're not starting fummies to raise money to build fences to keep white supremacy out and the crazy thing about it is They always gonna they capitalize in here Thoughtful wonderful amazing a child. This shouldn't have ever happened. I want to move yet He wants to stay he doesn't want the bully to win right but see and there goes the bully word most people do want a
2: fence for uh, the security of their home or the so you can feel, you know what I'm saying, safe in your own home. Uh, they just tied it all in there. They wanted a fence from day one. But you're saying they basically using the being attacked by the, the lady that attacked them with the tone. The white tissue. supremacist. The white supremacist terrorist, that's what she is. <laughs> She's so you basically saying they're saying they need a fence. They think more of that to come is basically what they
1: said. So, and look, yeah. And and looking at the updated page, what I'm noticing is that, you know, uh, you click the latest update, by the way, if you wanted to go out here and uh, eat butter biscuits with them and, uh, and support this coonery ass cause, you could have went to their GoFundMe, but they stopped it. They raised 2000, I mean, $9,340 and they are no longer accepting donations. They have got their fence built. Congratulations. And they had nothing but white folks back there building that shit for them. Um they got a nice little size yard. You can go up here and check this out for yourself. You know, it's a um, they even got a P.O. box that you can write a letter to their kids and let them know that you have their back and you're not gonna let this bully 63 year old white woman win. Okay. Uh, maybe you can send some money to this P.O. box is what it looks like. Um they saying that they they went to court, your court date got postponed or something. Uh, the shit can die down in the media a little bit. The security system is on its way. Thank you guys, and a lawyer has been retained. So, a fucking security system that cost three hundred dollars, and a lawyer retainer fee that cost about how much? A thousand, five hundred. Okay, and then they got a fence built. You know what I mean? And then you know the donations was outrageous. Five hundred dollars, uh, six hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Different types of anonymous donations, too. A lot of them is anonymous.
2: So I see at the end of the day, you're saying they are not going out to the issue at hand. And that's basically... um,
1: Yeah, you thanking everybody for your kind words and donations, but what are you going to do in the community? You got a nice little picket fence in your goddamn backyard now that you done used the awareness of white supremacy and kind of went at the black community to try to get your support. But what are you doing to give back for that cause. A percent you gotta do something. You gotta you gotta you gotta go out and and, and and touch other kids' lives, other other adults' lives who are going through the same situation. What are you doing with that?
2: Well, how they gonna do something with that and they don't even understand white supremacy. You gotta understand white supremacy and how people think. I think people tend to think, um, you see what I'm saying, like this type of stuff don't happen until it happens to you, and then they, everybody's like, oh, "I can't believe it happened to me in 2018." This shit has been happening. Just you
1: ain't trying to hear it until it affects you or your family. And and we're gonna we're gonna off that topic. We're gonna segue into you know we're talking about people getting money. Black girl whose white classmates put a rope around her neck awarded sixty eight thousand dollars. When when did this happen? Um. I think it was Austin, was it Austin Texas. Somewhere? Yeah, this happened down in Texas. And it happened back in 2016, but we're talking about it now simply because um, they, they finally got awarded $68,000. And I think you said they they sued the school system for how much money? The
2: initial, I guess, um, lawsuit was
1: $3 million towards a private school. Well, 30 acres in a mule is worth $68,000. Okay. A jury in Austin, Texas has ordered the private school where she attended to pay damages for their failure to properly and immediately address the apparent bullying the girl has long experienced. Yeah,
2: You just said a jury that I promise you was not made up by their fucking
1: peers. <laughs> yeah.
2: So we're surprised by this story.
1: And, and, and I'm going to a place a little bit of this little situation here. Um. From a the rope burn around the neck
3: of an African-American child was an accident, according to her school. Her mom says this was an attack. I'm back with Lonnie, Leo, Spirit, and Jason. And on the phone, I have Levi McCathern, attorney for the mother and daughter, the young lady we just saw. Levi, how is the young
0: lady doing
1: now? Let's see what Levi got to say.
0: Uh, physically, she's doing very well. Mentally, she, she's, not, she's not doing...
1: Physically, she's doing very well. This girl got a buck 50 across her neck, man. She's probably going to be scarred for the rest of her life. And... I know she's going through physical pain every day. Every time she turn her head to the left and the right, she's probably feeling pain. But he's talking about mentally. They're trying to go. Everything is about mental health now. and being bullied. Do they well they,
2: at all? We got. Go ahead. Did they get any time for doing this? I'm not talking about the
1: civil part of it. Oh no, because okay. what happened is, is I they play dumb to make you dumb. The, in the story, they sit here saying that at the, the the teachers and police officers are all saying it was just a big game and the sad thing about this Zoe, is well hold on you just said in the last story that the police officer said it was a big game by kids
2: that's that cold thing i'll be telling you about <laughs> yeah they're going against cold once again i didn't
1: realize that That's sweep it hey.
2: sweeping under the rug because i'm not gonna go against it because i know supremacy white supremacy come out the white people i mean it don't matter who they go
1: after
0: so we're we, we gonna let this news count playing and and uh trying to make a recovery
3: what do we think this was the school says you've made this a race issue do you think it's bullying
1: the school that's the first thing white people say anytime you talk about being mistreated as a black person they say you always want to make it a race thing when in all actuality they're going to accept the bullying they'll let it be bullying kids get bullied every day and they'll accept that but they're not going to accept the fact of white supremacy and racism. That's sad.
0: Uh, yeah, let me tell you. I think it's one of the worst cases of bullying I've ever seen. And I think it was a complete non-response by the...
1: And the lawyer comes up and he don't... Her own lawyer doesn't even realize that this is a fucking hate crime. Uh, That's, that shit is sad, You get man. more
2: time from assault by strangulation. You, <laughs> if you grab somebody right now, you, you you start fighting me and choke me, it's a whole nother charge with your hands. So you telling me a rope is a civil suit?
1: Yes, yeah, so cool. gonna-
0: and to me the bigger issue is, issue here is this is a defenseless child, whether she's white, yellow, blue, pink, purple, the school needed to do something to defend her, and they did absolutely nothing. Absolutely, nothing.
3: Leo and Jason, you guys were going out in the last block. I want to give each of you a chance to ask this attorney a question. Leo, you first.
0: Thank you. Have there been any investigation by the police, by the school, that has done interviews to find out the nature of this incident, the game? Have you have have you have there been any type of investigation from the police or from the no. school? The police investigation is ongoing. There have been several police departments,
1: and that's what happens. They tell you it's an ongoing investigation, so you just forget about this little black girl and hope that it all goes away. But I'm not letting this little black girl's family off the hook, though, because this goes right back to what happened with this white woman.
2: Was it benign neglect?
1: In defense, it's benign and neglect. <laughs> and if for y'all don't know what benign neglect is. Is when you go and you talk about being racially discriminated at your workplace, you better best believe you better be looking for another job because they are going to act like racism does not exist in the hope that you will forget. And as soon as your black ass forget, you can best believe you're going to be on your first class ticket up out of that program, organization or business. You can best believe that. And they, they brought a black girl. I'm going to see if I can get this clip. They brought a black lady on at the end to give her idea of what happened and she's talking like fucking Donald Trump pointing her fingers and shit in the camera and uh, we're going to play that here.
4: Drew I just hope that this kid's well-being is at the forefront of all of this Mm -hmm. because if she did not even realize that this was racially motivated and if mom didn't do what she needed to do earlier in when they said that there were racial issues way before this and she let her go to camp there's a lot of other things that have to be parsed out here and i just hope that everybody goes slow and keep their passions out of it and keep the child first
1: that's the problem is this as blacks we feel that i want to say 80 and i'm not going to say we because i don't feel like this Black 80% of black people want their kid to go to night. And you hear, oh, I want my son to go to school and and, and be a uh, and, and, and be an actor. Oh, I want my school kind of go so he can be an artist. That's what they want us to do. They want they want black people want to be fit in with the white people. They want to go to they want to send their sons to these private schools or daughters to these private schools and ballet dancing schools and all that. And they want to they want to be able to work hard, come home every day, keep their head down, get a good job, and may move up in a company so they can go and move in with the whites. That is that's that's, that's a, That is achievements for them. That is success for black people is to be accepted by white people. Yeah, and, and need, am I
2: lying? No, needing um, white folks' validation. That's, that's what that's called. They feel like they made it, achieved something. They over there with the whites because from the time they were babies i mean you take the it's been implanted in their brain Mm -hmm. that you got to be a certain way you got to talk a certain way you got to act a certain way when you're around white folks i'm gonna take you back to this right here as a as a as a newborn that shit is implanted in their head you look at the gerber baby food (laughs) you got that pretty white head bald head white boy sitting you know what i'm saying on, on on the baby uh um uh uh Bottle uh-huh. the, what the kid is eating off of. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you, know, you you can skip to the next next few stages and you go to what's next on the, on the well, list?
1: Well, I I pick I pick I, piggy, I back off what you said. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Gerber baby's white. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go to a, they, they, oh, uh what? oh I, oh Iza, Iza want my daughter to go to what? a. a, a a, a, a mm. catholic preschool mm. it's white bar- it's a barber barbie doll a white bar- barbie doll <laughs> oh the barbie doll's next then I right. oh, want my kid to go to a white preschool mm. a white kindergarten so then okay. they go there and guess what they teaches uh-huh, the try. On, white the preschool white and the house you got the biggest white jesus in the
2: house oh yeah and, they- <laughs> what, and what, what, what is the holiday that most kids look up to the most christmas if, white christmas man coming
1: down the chimney
2: your parents don't bust their ass all year so you can have a good Christmas. Only to say, that shit don't put your ass in debt and light's going to get turned off next week. Just to say, a fat white man brought you the toys when you were asleep last night.
1: Oh, yeah. That's exactly what they say. See what I'm saying? The Easter bunny's white. Easter bunny's white. <laughs> Santa, <laughs> Santa Claus is white. You know
2: I mean? So I mean, that, but that's a whole another topic, man. Yeah,
1: you, yeah, you, we, we're gonna we're gonna touch on that at at, at a later date simply because we we, we can talk about that for for. And you wonder why the sisters look down on us like we ain't shit. <laughs> why is that? Elaborate. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Why is that? Yeah,
2: shit. That, that that's the slave mentality. That goes back to uh, the slave trade back in the day. Well, you uh, you picking cotton out there in the field, and mm-hmm. the old master say, "Boy, you you, you lazy. You lazy nigga. You ain't." You ain't picking that cotton fast enough i'm gonna take your ass in the house and whoop it they strip your clothes (laughs) off butt naked in front of your lady and beat you down to uh fucking reduce you down to nothing beating the shit out
1: of you and your woman thinking you ain't shit because you ain't working hard for massa so so back to this 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 lynching to this black girl because that's what it is she Mm -hmm. got lynched but Mm -hmm. she just didn't die And, and you know they're benign neglecting they're playing dumb to make us feel dumb to make the parents feel dumb and they're sitting here saying that it was all an accident. And oh, uh, they said that the jury ordered the school to pay 55,000 for the girl's physical pain and mental anguish, 10,000 for disfigurement sustained and 3000 for a medical expense. So you mean to tell me a disfigurement is for, for life is going to be worth $10,000 and these parents settle for this, would you? Except sixty eight thousand dollars. The, the damn jury awarded it. You can appeal it,
2: but I mean, you trying to get justice? Richard Pryor said it best: "Just us." That's what the <laughs> fuck he gonna get in justice. You see what I'm saying? I mean, so, what,
1: so, so you? I mean,
2: what would man, you do? You, you know the cards stacked against you, man. She up there probably with a, in a white city, all white jury, white judge. She's like she got a white lawyer. Oh, they work together. Well, people acting like they surprised.
1: So yeah, they'll forget about this story, man. But one thing about it, what's unfortunate is this black girl going to have to walk around with them scars on her neck. And then white folks, and how old is this little girl, 12 years old? So and she's going to continue to go to camps and school with these white folks and they're going to say, man, we hung that nigga back, what? what? Well, it wouldn't be my daughter. <laughs> six, six, seven, hey, 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 shout out, Shout out to your daughter, Alicia, man. She's well-versed in school. When it comes to these type of topics. And, and it's because where does it start? It starts with you as a parent, right? Right. Um, and, you know, this little girl did not believe that no, she, no, she no, don't, I don't even think she, she must have thought this was a game.
2: Because the parents don't teach that shit. The, the parents think she
1: made it. You wanted them. Yeah, well, we we look done, at the I, I bet you so. Weezer got you in a uh, in a day camp, girl. No, man, listen, girl, I got my daughter in the, uh, up there, up the street at that that day camp with them white folks. Man, I'm not going oh, over there with you, well, but it. your kid is safe. At least you know what to expect. I rather I rather take a kid to a, a a a a place where they feel more comfortable because this chick has to go here and she got to fit in now. But but Travis, there's a
2: flip side of that too. We got some fucked up people in our in our community also.
1: Yeah, How's that?
2: I'm talking about you know what I'm saying uh, I mean, are we condemning her for wanting to go to uh all, all white school and not recognizing this is the type of you know supremacy and how uh, well, white folks stick together and code and everything else you want to call it. But um, I'm
1: white. I'm hot.
2: <laughs> but uh, we, as a race, and, you know, we we'll probably get some pushback and people saying we dogging our own race. But um, we got some, um, our race, we got some fucked up people in our race also. You know what I mean? It's please, like, Please so, do
1: tell. What do you mean by fucked up people in our what race?
2: What I mean, I mean, pick your, pick your damn poison. You want to go over here with the white supremacists or you want to go over here with the dumbass, uneducated black people that's mad because you got a damn uh, Cadillac. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? So we think so damn small. So I don't think it's a white thing. I think it's, I think it's an, I think we do more damage to uh, our own community sometimes.
1: We picked this story because, you know, these black folks, I'm not going to sit here and say they settled because at the end of the day, like you said, they could have been dealt a fucked up hand, man. But I mean, we got to get behind shit like this, man. $68,000 $68,000 man is what they awarded. And this black girl got to walk around with a ring around her neck for the rest of her life, man. And, and they, I mean, it's people that get in them, you know, fender benders It's people that get in. Um, you know, it's people that be faking bullshit ass injuries at work, getting more than $68,000. And we got a hate crime here that they want to make it seem like someone's bullying for $68,000 for this girl.
2: Right, but they love doing crime sometimes to almost like make it look like an accidental thing, which is kind of hard to prove. Where's her GoFundMe? You see what I'm saying? Uh, 6000 to $8,000. That's a GoFundMe. And now guess what? <laughs> a lawyer said, let me get a piece of that. And that judge yeah, said, let hey, Let get
1: that. Well, GoFundMe, man, let me tell you something, man. Hey, is there a way to buy to get some stocks with GoFundMe or something? <laughs> because I'm going to tell you, they are about to come up off of the black community because every time someone calls you a nigga and it gets and it goes viral people starting GoFundMe accounts man so they can build fucking, uh, uh, uh anti-supremacist fences and get a fucking bullshit ass security system see oh, what i'm saying
2: i mean that shit i mean i've seen this the flip side of that too man I, you know, people don't always come up
1: off GoFundMe. me yeah but uh that deck that, that um that couple right there came up um that went and got that fence built they went over budget and yeah, they said yeah. thank you and you know one thing they didn't even come out and say, let's use this cause for my kids and, and us. Initially, what they did.
2: Us. Initially, they did.
1: Yeah, but they, when the money comes in, then they, what? They, they said like,
2: they want to get a fence and, 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 and legal stuff. It's hard to prove how much you gave your goddamn lawyer for fighting for you. Yeah, that's true.
1: And we, we, that, that right here is going to segue us into our next topic. You know, this this next story, just, this shit pisses me off, man. I mean, it's disturbing to watch, man. But, you know. From the outside looking in, some of y'all may look at this situation and say, oh, man, you know, that's crazy what they're doing. And I'm we're going to break down this story here and let you all know how they try to manipulate the media and make us look crazy. This story right here is just disturbing, man. And usually when I see headlines and it says disturbing video shows children engaged in organized fighting at a daycare and. We're gonna break this down because, you know, I, I, I talked with Zoe about this and it disturbed him a whole lot too. So, basically, in St. Louis, you had these, this daycare, it had the kids in there fighting like it was MMA, and we'll, we'll play the little clip and let you hear what the news channel had to say about it.
0: A disturbing sight. A class of preschoolers watching as two kids rain punches on each other. It's being called a fight club for kids. The little one on the floor is getting pounded over and over. Even keep in
1: mind, the little one on the floor getting pounded is a black kid. The one that's doing the pounding is fucking Conor McGregor's fucking kid. Look like, it's a white boy. Let's continue.
0: Four-year-old knows it's wrong. He bravely tries to break it up, which is
1: another black kid comes in to try to pull this MMA-trained white boy. Little 45 year old white boy off of this black kid because he is beating
0: the shit out of this little black boy. Then you can say about the two teachers. She's shooting video on her cell phone. They're fighting. It happened at the Adventure Learning Daycare Center in St. Louis. A 10 year old shot the alarming video after seeing his little brother forced to fight. You can see he's upset oh, and being comforted by a teacher. Their mother, Nicole Merciel, is suing the daycare center over the incident, which happened in 2016. The video has just been released.
4: I don't know any parent that could watch their children go through this and not be upset.
1: All right, that's enough, man. We're just, that's enough of this bullshit. And, and, and I say bullshit because of this, okay? This white woman's son was beating the shit out of this black boy like he was fucking Conor McGregor, man. In a backyard fight against a normal black dude that don't know shit about MMA, okay? They try, it, 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 I don't condone the black teachers recording that shit. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's just stupid. But let's not play the victim card here like, you know, the black kids are just starting this fucking fight club and beating the shit out of these little white boys. That white boy was trained, man. You can obviously tell that that white boy had some type of experience with that MMA shit. And you know these white boys, you know, they like to – they like that MMA shit. He probably watch his dad beat the shit out of motherfuckers daily in that MMA shit. So, so I know this shit kind of touched on with you, man. What, what, what's your thoughts on it? Well, my
2: thoughts, uh, what what stood out to me with this, this fight right here is for one, I see two black sisters in there that's watching all these kids. I seen one sister put the gloves on the kid. Mm-hmm. The other one was jumping up like her son just scored a touchdown. <laughs> and that's disturbing because I'm not saying she's cheering for the white guy, but why are you cheering that this white boy's beating the shit out of this black boy? I mean beating the shit out of him. You start jumping up and down, celebrating. And it goes back to what I always try to talk about, and I tell you, is... Our sisters, man, we got to do better. We conditioned. It's almost like the white boy's winning. She was jumping up and down celebrating. You got to go back and look at it. I mean, did you, I mean, and, and to me, the, the leader in the class was the four-year-old kid that knew it was wrong, what, uh, was wrong and wouldn't try to break it up.
1: Well, did, did, did you know this? The circuit attorney, Kim Gardner, declined to prosecute. In a statement, it acknowledged the fact that the adult supervisors had a poor judgment but noted that there was insufficient evidence to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that any laws were violated. You know why? Because the black kid got the shit beat out of him. If this was a white boy getting his ass whooped on camera, I promise you they would have prosecuted to the furthest extent. But being that this was a little white boy that was on some Conor McGregor... Khabib shit and beating the fuck out of a black boy, this right here is being justified.
2: Right, but I would like to ask that dumbass. I would like to ask that dumbass teacher. I would like to ask that dumbass <laughs> black lady that's overseeing them. She's jumping up and down celebrating. What are you celebrating? What are you celebrating? That little black kid is getting the shit beat out of him. That's that. Those type of bras in our damn community. That that you. Knock up and get married to and shit, the uneducated dumbass uh, female that actually think. I mean, nothing's wrong. He's white and he's right.
1: Yeah, and 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 that's gonna segue us into our next topic. And you know, you said that last one kind of touched home, but you didn't even want to cover this shit because it's kind of fucked you up.
2: It's just sick, man. But it it got
1: it got to be covered, man. You know, fourteen year old girl. Now, black girl being punched by officers was justified, according to the Florida police chief. So, in doing my research in this story, one thing I found out before you would let the news channel break it down their their fucking version of it is apparently these kids was at the mall and they got kicked off for trespassing. I'm saying, you know, the mall sitting here saying, oh, they these kids weren't supposed to be there. They told to leave the, the 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 grounds of the mall. They left the ground. They came back. Police was called because they told these kids don't come back. You know this this shit happens on a daily basis with kids, you know, fourteen year old age group. So, you know, the police came out there and saw and, and and I guess one of the boys they was gonna take into custody and this girl, you know, she pretty much yelled, "I leave my friend alone, don't take my friend. He ain't do nothing. He ain't do nothing." Now, whenever you are in a situation, let me tell you, people. And you are a group of black people and you get pulled up on by the cops. I'm telling you, it is best to just cooperate because if you use any words of, Oh, you, y'all being racist, you doing this cause I'm black. Oh, they going to show you what being black feel like. And this is what happened in this situation. She got loud and the police came out and said that they went and took her into custody and slammed her and all this other stuff because she wasn't cooperating and she riled up the other group. So the, the officers are pretty much in fear of their life because this girl was pretty much inciting a riot. She riled up the rest of the kids is what they saying. Um, and we'll, we'll go ahead and play this clip so you can kind of hear what they would kind of, t- how they, how they kind of defend these police officers.
0: With the Pearl Springs Police Department responding after video surfaced showing the very rough arrest of a teenage girl. The girl was on the ground when she was repeatedly punched by an officer. Let's get right to Local 10 News reporter Alex Finney with our top story. Alex. Well, we just finished speaking with the Coral Springs Police Department and they tell us that the family at this point has still not filed a complaint according to Coral Mm -hmm. Springs Police Chief. He says that he feels as though his officers did act accordingly. (laughs) There's no investigation at this time. And in terms of that excessive force that uh, has been.
1: Let me stop this right here. Parents of this 14 year old black girl. Listen carefully. This is what you call benign and neglect. This tactic has been used back on Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. They've been presidents, governors, all types of uh, uh, people have used this tactic. And what they do is they simply play dumb to make you dumb. So they're going to put out a report and they're going to stand behind their officers and justify what they did in hopes that you're going to forget. And it sounds like y'all letting this ride. Um, because they don't think you're going to fight because you're going to be exhausted. There's no such thing as exhausting being exhausted when it comes to representing your kids when they're being racially profiled, discriminated against or get the shit beat out. of them like these officers did to her
0: run around by this family. He feels as though his officers did not do that. However, the family disagrees. In the video, you see police holding this 14-year-old girl to the ground. The officers look to be jabbing her on the side of her torso, her hands under her stomach. Mother Jessica Dennis said it was hard for her to watch her child being held down under the force of two officers.
1: Jessica Dennis said it's hard to watch her her, her kid get punched in the side. Well, if you stand down and don't do nothing about this, man, your kid has got to know that you did not stand up for what's right for them. And this transitions into the next phase of her life. When your daughter has kids, she's going to grow up and she's not going to support her kids is getting the shit beat out of them by police if this happens. So you have to stand for what's right. You can't care what your coworker says. You can't care what your friends say. You have to stand up for what's right in this situation. what you think though? Oh boy. If, if, if that was your kid right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they say, "Well, we can't." The officers did what they're supposed to do. She rounded I mean, up the I officers. i
2: supposed to do too, then. I got to do what I'm supposed to do. I got to do what I got to do too. <laughs> I mean,
1: I leave it at that. I mean, yeah, because th- th- this situation, man, it's just it's just unfortunate, man. And and, and like I said, that um, the gut shots that he, that the officer gave her, man, how how much of a man. threat are you if you got your hands underneath your stomach? They're lifting her up by her pants like they're trying to give her a wedgie, man. You see, that's an excuse. And, uh, and just
2: beating the shit out of her. But a lot of the cops use that same excuse, that she is, is resisting arrest. And they'll catch you in, a, in an awkward position where you can't put your hands behind your back because they land on your ass, and you land on your well, ass.
1: In football, a quarterback slides, and you can't touch his ass, right? Mm-hmm. It's always been like that. Because he's giving up himself. Pause. You see What I'm saying? Yeah, but she, she, her hands is underneath. She
2: bucked the system. She went against fucking white privilege, white supremacy, and they taught her a lesson in, in what they did. And it sounds like you know the mom is scared. She's been all fucking humble about it. She ain't. I don't know about anything about a lawsuit unless they selling that shit. To, you know, saying keep them hush. But once again, it, it goes back to what you know the other topic you was talking about. Cause we, you know they give us a uh, you know fifty thousand dollars, and hey, you know we came up.
1: And, and we're gonna touch back on this too, man. But you know, like I said, we, and, and rolling through these topics, just, these are just critical things we wanted to talk about, man. To, just to bring some awareness out here to the to the community, man. And it ain't just about all oh, black people being treated wrong. Cause we had a conversation not too long ago, though. You, you know mean black people are their own enemy. See what I'm saying? Well, that's
2: what I'm saying. I don't blame a lot of people. White people, this white people, that. I think our biggest damn uh, issue is our own people. I mean, because the we got to do better, man. It's a slave mentality, man. It's just we operate off
1: and and, and hold that thought because we're gonna get into this slave mentality today. It's gonna we're gonna cover it, but before we do. I, we got we got uh, to say the best for last, man. And you know we're here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and this right here just hit home. South Park, N- Charlotte, North Carolina, South Park is considered uh, wherever city or uh, you're from or state, whatever. You just take the most uppity area, and that's what South Park symbolizes. Ballantine area symbolizes in Charlotte, North Carolina, and this white woman here, it. I, I, I'm, I'm not even going to begin to explain. I'm just going to play this clip with her, man, and just let you understand how.
4: Okay, so what are you asking me? Do I need to the police because I feel threatened? Okay, well, we can do that. Hey, hello. I'm hot. I'm beautiful. I'm 59. Oh, well, what are we going to talk about tonight? Being hot, being beautiful, being white, being my new wife? Do you love her? <laughs> Do you live here? I
1: do, actually. One, seven, eight, seven. So let's 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 break that down. Mm-hmm. So, I'm black. I mean, I'm white. I'm hot. We we're gonna talk about my new weave. Mm-hmm. Those are all black stereotypes mm-hmm. that she's trying to use to be sarcastic. Yeah. And this is the mechanism that a lot of white people use to try to provoke you because they, this white woman knows she's being recorded.
2: Right. Well. I think it's more so. I'm I'm white. I'm privileged. I'm better than you. you yeah. See I, I I don't know if it's provoking. I think it's more so. I mean, <laughs> she broke it down. She's white. She's hot. She's beautiful. She this. She that. This is this, this.
1: Do you live here? Is what she actually said. Well, we we we're gonna continue she, into this. So, this woman's about to call nine one one. And good news, we have the nine one one call. <laughs> and you talk about Trayvon Martin. Or, These 911 calls are getting a lot of motherfuckers killed. This is what's here. getting your fucking head yeah. blown off it's right here, buddy. They're
2: like manipulating the system, and they're they falling for it. And a lot of times, the police don't know what they expect. They're coming out there thinking what was said to them was true.
1: Yeah, so we're going to play this 911 call, man, and uh, um, it, it's just disturbing, man. And you got to put yourself in the officer's shoe. And it, 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 it shoes, it's not just about being a white officer showing up on the scene or, or being a black officer. It's just about how would you respond to this type of disturbance, the disturbing call um, if they if they tell you that you're you're coming. I mean, you're going to be the uh, the responder to this scene.
0: One, do you need police, fire or medic?
4: Police. Oh, folks
1: are trying to break into apartments before they're actually um okay so let me all. so this call takes place after the the clip we just played before and south park susan westwood comes out um and says they're trying to break into the apartments it's obvious that these black women were not trying to break into apartments it's obvious this is type of stuff that's going to make a cop come in and be on high alert. And then when they pull up on us and we have any type of overcompensation or high energy, that's how we get fucking shot right there. But I'm going to continue to call.
4: To get so, into the apartments that are... And they are actually people that I've never seen here before, but they are African-American. Okay, so hold on. So into, hold on. Okay. 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 What, what is... What I need... I'm just trying to think. I'm walking, but okay. So it's. Hey, what's so the phone number They've been. But there's a bunch of people hanging out here, but I don't think they live here because if they actually lived here, they would be. They would have a key and they would be in their apartment. As far as I'm concerned, I, I don't know about you.
2: We have an officer that's well, in if, the area waiting for you want to know my personal
4: up. opinion, there's no car broken down. There's somebody trying to cause problems. There's no car broken down. Nobody breaks their car down in the best part of society. I'm, I,
1: I'm really sorry. So nobody in uppity Charlotte has a broke down car out there. This is just bad business. So, so I know you did your research on this. Whatever ended up happening to this South Parks, and she had a good job, didn't she?
2: Yeah, well, yeah, she ended up getting fired. I think she got evicted out of her place. Um, mm. so she went on the run for like a week. I think they found her on the coast somewhere down in <laughs> uh, North Carolina somewhere. And she turned herself in they gave her a five hundred dollar bond yeah. and basically all those four charges are a misdemeanor, but nobody's talking about this and I did my research mm-hmm. and you're gonna hear in the video how she offered the fucking nine one one operator money
1: oh man to come
2: to, to come and to get them she she offered them what, twenty well, well, uh,
1: let, well let's continue hold okay. let, let, hold that thought let's go I, I okay. didn't hear that part, so okay. She offered them money. She offered them money.
4: Here, I, I'm sorry to have to do that, like out loud, but nobody breaks their car down here on purpose, unless they're looking for money. And that's my personal opinion. And I know that's really odd and really awful, but we need to get them out of here because they're causing problems. We need to get them out. Right now, they're causing problems. They're begging for money, and we need to get them out of here. And I don't mean to be mean and rude and awful, but we need to get them out of here because when I pulled into my parking space, I mean, it's just, it's just weird to me, and they just made me feel intimidated and awful. So whatever you need to do and charge me back, just do it because they don't belong here.
1: Charge me back, huh? hmm.
4: I don't mean to be awful and rude, but they just don't belong here. And they're causing a problem. And what and do they're you know, doing is I mean, photographing do you, do you, do people. Do you know that they
3: don't belong there? Do you know they're not visiting anybody out there?
4: Well, I wouldn't be able to know that, but why would you photograph somebody? Why would you photograph somebody and put your camera on I mean, trying to intimidate you, have you been people? Walking? I mean, this is just, just get them out of here. I mean, I'll pay for whatever they need. Hey, okay, man, well, we, we're sure. going to get, off- well, we're gonna get officers out there. We're gonna get offers out there, but if they okay. if they live there, or if they have if they're you know if they're visiting residents that live there, we can't remove them.
1: So she so it's more oh, oh dang man. she offered more money. Understood. Property.
4: I I understand that, but why would they photograph me?
1: Well, they're I, you photographing said, me.
4: They're you? I know you said, said they. They're taking people's pictures. Wait, okay, they're, to they're take trying to pictures. cause a problem. It's not a crime to, to take a an picture. I'll pay a grant I'll tell you what. I'll pay twenty
2: five hundred dollars to get him out of here. Wow. Okay. Now right hold now. Up. Hold it right there. I
4: will.
2: Th- this is. That's my point. Out of the charges she faced, were misdemeanors. Okay, it's four misdemeanors. I think communicating threats, uh, assault, two counts of assault, mm-hmm. communicating threats. Those are all misdemeanors. Bribery is a felony, that carries some, some, some jail time. Mm. Ain't nobody talking about that. I peep that shit.
3: Mm. Why
2: well, she ain't been charged with bri- bribery? She offered this motherfucker money to, you know, what I'm saying to, I guess, tell the officer whatnot. It, it's worse than what it is. And that's how you get your fucking brains blew
1: out right there. Yeah, so yeah, And I'm glad that these black women were able to get some a little bit of justice here and the spotlight showed on them, especially them being down here in Charlotte, North Carolina, because I know we, we, we've experienced a lot of that stuff down here in Charlotte. Like, let, let's talk about the experience that you had at Walmart. All right,
2: hold on, check, hold on one second, man. But you got to, you know what I'm saying? This is another backdrop of the story. You got to go back and look, listen to...
1: This story really bothering
2: you, ain't Well, it did because you got to listen to the sisters. The sisters had a 911 call, and the sisters did an uh, interview in the media. Mm-hmm. And they on this thing, I can't believe this happened to me. <laughs> I mean, you, you head up your fucking poodle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This type of shit happens all the time. So why are you so shocked that it happened to you? Is it because you moved to South Charlotte, thought your ass made it
1: too? Oh, this goes back to the point that we had. You know, they you're going. You can't move into a uppity white neighborhood and expect everything to be peaches and cream, and then try to go out here and say, "Oh, I'm being discriminated against." Them
2: last year, this. Do you you think those sisters look down on brothers?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I I know people personally who try to move in up in their neighborhoods, and they will struggle. Uh, it is people out here that will struggle
3: <laughs>
1: to pay their rent, to pay their bills, just so they can go around people that's living in the in, in, in apartments on on the east side of Charlotte or west side of Charlotte, and say I'm living better than you.
2: Right, but you know a lot of times they want to do that for safe they they might feel safe they feel safe um, they want to blame it on the part of town where they move in they feel more safe too though you know what I'm saying so it's it's different reasons why they move over there but you can't move over there and expect to be you know what I'm saying you sc- discriminated against or tried or whatever you want to call it and say i'm just I'm just so hurt I'm scared that's what they said uh, I'm just you know just, this this happened to me what so, so,
1: uh-huh. so and, and, and you know you talking about you know black people wanting to move into you know uppity neighborhoods, but let's segue, segue to this story you told me about your Walmart visit not too long ago, man. And, oh yeah, and Shit. this black woman that you was dealing with that didn't want to give Whoa. you a refund because she thought you was trying to get over.
2: Yeah, well I don't, well, I don't think it's more so I was trying to get over. I think it's more so issue of um. That's that crab in the barrel thing, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure you don't get your refund because you ain't supposed to have more than me. I don't know they want some of the money or what. They get mad, but it's a whole that crab in the barrel thing. You know, I basically went to Walmart, took some clothes back that my daughter didn't want. She wanted some better clothes. I said, lost the receipt. So, you know, I was like, shit, i just get this money. I ain't got a receipt. Just put it on the card or something like Walmart do. Mm-hmm. So this chick goes to scanning my, acting like the scanner wasn't work. So she said, I'm sorry, these, these clothes ain't scanning, so I, I can't get you no money back. And I'm sitting here looking like, that's our biggest problem. I know it's bullshit. I <laughs> uh, said, so I worked in retail. I said, get, uh, get your manager out here and see if she can get it scanned in." The scan uh, manager walked over there and said, "These the, the clothes are scanning just fine. So I say that to say, what is it, what are people that, they don't want to see you come up or get no money, and they're protecting you. Making what 10 dollars an hour in Walmart? Mm-hmm. That's not hurt hurting Walmart with a billion dollar damn industry. She
1: cares. She care, but, but, but she cares about the company she works for.
2: She don't give a damn about the company she worked for. They're trained to look down on brothers. They don't want you to get ahead. These are the fucking women that we marrying and, and knocking up out here. You gotta, you gotta. You trying to grow a family off a small monitor ass sister like that? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and I tell you, th- and uh, I went to Family Dollar the next day oh, and took something back. No, it was roses. It was, ro- it was Ross. Ross or Rose. Ross took some shoes back and didn't want those. Just didn't work out for you, buddy. I said, no, nah, I don't <laughs> want them. I didn't even have to get nasty. Just didn't work out. Yeah, I, I just want my money back. All right, cool. One
1: second. Well, well even. Speaking of your crabs and the bear mentality, I know when I when I went to purchase my house, you was one of the ones that came to me. Actually, the only one that came to me and said, dude, get a house. Stop renting. And I'm not putting down anybody that's renting houses. and saying, But that looked like an apartment complex out there in South Charlotte, correct? Right, right. Okay, so if you so damn uppity, man, you know what I mean? I done had people telling me, I don't want a house. I just want an apartment. But yet you get around the white folks and say, yeah, I'm working to build my credit up. You can be superior to them and tell them you're building your credit up to get a house. And what you don't fail to realize is it's these when you go get a house, these these banks will work with you to help you build your credit and they'll help you build it pretty fast. See what I'm saying? And I was in a cave. How long did you stay in your 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 uh, townhome? Oh, uh, I, I was I was in between apartments and townhomes for some years, man. Five, six, seven years, man. Okay,
2: so just do seven years down about nine hundred thousand dollars.
1: And, and and this is what people feel to Half realize: your fucking house is paid for. <laughs> yeah, but this is what people feel to realize. Let's just say, this is this is this is the this is what happens. I remember when I first moved into my townhome. Um, it was. I used to see people across the street, every people move in, or even my apartment complex. People used to come in and say things and, and, and had throw parties. Housewoman party. We <laughs> throw in housewoman parties for and justifying uh, acknowledgement of moving into an apartment. If you eighteen, nineteen years old, twenty years old, I understand that you, know you know what in they college, celebrate? you in school. Well, what are you what do you celebrate? I'll tell you what they celebrate. celebrating.
2: What? It's the same thing you said when I first asked you what you stay. You said I live off Providence Road, South Charlotte. So here's the mindset. I baited. I'm on South Charlotte. They're, they're not celebrating a damn townhome. they mm-hmm. celebrating moving celebrating moving on up. They celebrating moving to South Charlotte. They've made it.
1: Hey, I, I can relate to them because they're in a the cave like I was. Right. We all been there. They was in South Charlotte. You <laughs> stayed in South Charlotte <laughs> yeah, yeah. one more time, right? Yeah, and, and, and they, uh, they uh, personally uh, oh, moved oh, my so. ass out yeah. of South Charlotte. So, let's talk about this South Charlotte story.
2: Oh, God. you take taking me back to my dark days.
1: <laughs> hey. right. Yeah, that's South Charlotte story. I, I know that shit kind of disturbed you because...
2: Okay, I'll tell you about it. Shit, I grew up in in, in, in the hood, Glen Park. Well, it wasn't where it's was a hood now, but... I grew up in uh, Charlotte and, you know, got a crib on Park Road. Mm -hmm. I really thought, anybody know about Charlotte or Park Road? I thought my ass, black ass, made made it. it. (laughs) I made it. I even heard my girl tell somebody, uh, where you stay? Park Road? We're just so happy to say we stayed off Park Road. Them white supremacist terrorists motherfuckers.
3: <laughs>
2: God, I did not, you talking about being in the cave now. Mind you, I wasn't in my early 20s, so mm-hmm. I really didn't think that shit exists anymore. But um, they basically um made my damn life, they changed my life. They made my life a living hell, and I didn't understand white supremacy or racism. I didn't understand it. I didn't think that shit exists no more, like the average person thinks. So, so, so how
1: did you experience that? What happened?
2: Well, you know, like that, like I was saying, like the average person thing, racism shit existed back in the 50s and the 60s. No. So it was a reality check when mm-hmm. basically um, they had the police following me everywhere. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And I... Sh- Boy, they put the people on... I didn't realize... They followed me so much, you, you tend to think your ass is doing something wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's how I was thinking. That's like, why we God, run. That's why we run. You see what I'm saying? When the police get out, try to chase your ass. Right, I'm
2: thinking like, damn, if they caught up some, for some shit I did t- 10 years ago, and I couldn't even remember... Did I smoke a blunt back in the day or something? (laughs) I couldn't figure out why they're harassing me like that. So they followed me around. They had private investigators following me around.
1: The apartment complex? The
2: apartment complex. The homeowners. uh, What's your name? They all came together.
1: Damn.
2: Uh, Then they start. um, They were acting like they put in their head that they think I'm breaking in apartments over there. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: They put in their head that I'm doing all this crime over there to try to run me away. Mm -hmm. Then some bitches start leaving clothes on my front porch, making it seem like I dropped clothes when I was still in clothes and everything else. Now, I know the average dumbass is going to listen to this 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 story <laughs> and think I'm making it up because you're still in the cave. So, if this <laughs> shit go over your head, just, just keep, you know what I'm saying, just keep doing, keep playing PlayStation and shit what you're doing. Don't worry about this race going over your head. In the cave. In the cave, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, they, they ran my ass away from there and I end up, damn, they going crazy and Hell, my mama didn't understand discrimination, racism. She asked me, was I hearing shit? You see what I'm saying? So nobody ever taught me about that shit. So basically, when I finally got the last thing moved, my neighbor, white neighbors came together and said, have you have you had enough yet? Are you, you going to move now? And I said, yes,
4: sir. <laughs> 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 because
2: I had enough, man. They harassed the shit out of me. But like, once again, I didn't understand it. My parents didn't understand it. So once again, woman, what yeah, my, okay, my so fucking daughter gonna understand it? Cause I'm explaining to her how this shit works. Well, out here.
1: you can explain to this too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Uh, and like I said, shout out to Alicia, man. You know, she she's very intelligent for her age, man. And crazy thing about it is we go we got people commenting on some of the things that we saying, and I mean, your daughter probably can. Uh, articulate with the best of them. You see what I'm saying? And she's not in the cave and she'd be she'd be as young as she is, you know. And I, I, I say that because I remember when I came out the cave, you know what I mean? You told me uh, I was drinking earth juice and all this other <laughs> shit. See what I'm saying? Right. And I just had somebody that just exposed uh, some uh, documentary called Hidden Colors. Right and, and oh, oh, let me finish all because right. I got to, I got to let I got to explain what happened to you, buddy. Because mm-hmm. you said I was drinking Earth Juice, buddy. You was wearing dashikis. It was some black shit you were drinking. <laughs> I thought you got it from the Earth Store. Hey man, it was I thought a,
2: that you flipped all the way to fuck out.
1: Man, it was a Pepsi. I showed up to the no, football was, field with a mm-hmm. Pepsi in my hand, with like, the label off because I don't get paid to promote it. That shit you was dark Earth Juice. <laughs> <laughs> so I came to you one day, man. And I know you remember this conversation, man. I I mean, we we both was working at a situation. And I said, the first thing I told you when you came into this situation that I was working at, you said, I said, Zo, don't (laughs) trust this person, this person, this person. (laughs) And, you know, you're an intelligent person, so I thought you could handle that. You says, okay, I got you. Next thing I know, You coming back to me and saying, hey, man, these white folks are cool, man. I'm probably going to go out and have a drink with some of them, man. I said, listen, when they come and lynch your ass, don't ask me to save you. See what I'm saying? (laughs) And I remember you coming to me one day and you was like, man, I had a conversation with this white supervisor about my family. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he told me about his family and it was kumbaya. I'm saying we are the world. We all in this together. We all giving each other five. Of you. I mean, y'all was fucking cooning for butter biscuits and telling <laughs> each other everybody Shit. family life secrets, buddy. And then this dude walked out of the department you was in and then went and told his supervisor, "Man, we got to get rid of Zoe, man. He's not gonna cut it." Right. Okay. Mind you. And you remember, you asked me why, and you remember what I told you?
2: Right. You said because you're black. Okay, but here's the thing, though. Let's let's rewind a little bit. Um, first of all, that shit goes on all the time. I would have never known that he went into the office trying to get me fired. You were a supervisor there, yeah. a manager. So you actually told me that's what they try to do. So shit going on
1: like this every day. I just had you on the inside. Now, my, usually... I I usually don't reach out to black people and let them know the inside because black people can't handle it. Right. Your typical nigga would have went back and told him, man, you going to tell them I need to be fired? But you, being that relationship we had, you had to swallow that shit. Well, I mean, and look at this boy in his face and know what he just said. And I think that that affected you. That was the man, beginning. It fucking
2: affected me. I was talking to him about my my, <laughs> my son and my daughter. And we talking about kids <laughs> and this and that and other. Then uh, you tell me I'll be right back and then go try to fire me. <laughs> I, no. I mean, God, we, I don't open up and talk about my family to nobody.
1: Yeah. Oh, but this white boy got you opened up. Because, it, honestly, you <laughs> thought for a little bit that you even came back to me and said, Travis, man, <laughs> I don't know why you're telling me I don't talk to these white folks, man. You, 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 you on that earth juice shit, man. Dude, they cool as hell, man. I just think they don't like your ass, man. You, you just an asshole. Right. Well, you, you said that shit yeah, to me. Yeah, you, you, are,
2: you are an asshole there and they don't like you. <laughs> but what I didn't realize is why the motherfuckers don't like me because I didn't do nothing to them. And you this is before
1: we, they even knew we was cool.
2: Right, so I end up asking you when I started figuring out the motherfuckers do hate me, I asked you, <laughs> why the... What the fuck is going on? You said you do know, you said I asked myself for years. I started it. ten years ago. I asked myself and asked myself. Asked myself. And you said, I'll tell you why. Cause you're black. That's why I don't like you. And I d did, I didn't man, yeah. I was I in the cave. Yeah. So shout out to Hidden Colors, Tariq Nasheed. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, big uh, shout Dick, out to them. Dick, Dick Gregory, everybody that was in that Dr. Umar the, Johnson. Umar Johnson. Hey,
1: these are people that I, I look up to. Mm-hmm. These are people that I know you look up to Zone. So, mm-hmm. Uh Tariq Nasheed. Dr. Umar Johnson, mm-hmm. Dame Dash, uh, um, dude, we said Dr. Umar Johnson, yes, sir, Dick Gregory. See, what I'm saying, uh, you know, Patricia, Patricia O'Neill, Patricia, Patricia O'Neill, yeah, mm-hmm. these are people who don't give a fuck about what they're saying, and a lot of it is influenced behind, you know, what we're doing with this podcast. You see, what I'm saying, you know. We're trying to reach our audience as well. We're trying to get people to be aware of what's going on here. And um, we haven't always been woke. You know I mean no. I, I I'm going to tell you, man. I remember when I told Zoe to watch Hidden Colors, um, this nigga blocked the world out. You know what I mean? He reminded me of the episode of Martin when he went with the with uh, with the with the, <laughs> with the, with the monks and shit. <laughs> hey, you remember Martin with the monks and shit, man? That yeah. was that? Jamie Foxx. That's no, that Martin. Was Martin. That was Martin. Yeah, yeah. With the monks and shit, man, and he just fucking was lost, dude. Right. I, 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 You was you was in a sunken place for about a month.
2: Well, it explained everything in my life that I had been through. Nobody explained to me that. If I, had I learned uh, the shit that they were breaking down on Hidden Colors, um, if I learned it a long time ago, and I mean when I say that, I, I had three or four different businesses, and businesses failed. I'm not... You know what I'm saying? Shame to say that. I, hell, I wanted some businesses to fail, and the blacks around me wanted really <laughs> wanted the motherfuckers to fail. You see what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it, that shit broke down to me that the reason why all this shit ain't working out because I'm uneducated. I do not know where the fuck I came from, and what Hidden Color has done for me is um, it basically broke down what shit originated from and where what, what we all
1: came from. You see what I'm saying? That that shit ain't taught in the schools. Yeah, and, you know? and, and that's why we started this podcast off with you know these topics. I mean, this is just like it's just like a news briefing. Um, you know what we you know we we have common things that we're talking about now that we want to get off our chest too. But you know those topics are just the that's just the tipping point. It this what we're talking about now is real life everyday situations. Who are you? See right. what I'm saying. How do you how do you identify? See what I'm saying. And um, did did we uh talk about um you know a kid being born and the Gerber babies <laughs> yeah they got a pretty little white baby on the Gerber thing yeah so it starts with the Gerber baby and then it starts with the dolls or or, 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 the, or the or the or the all the wrestling men that you no, can get that, they're that, gonna be white too well
2: that that big white Jesus uh sitting there with uh what's that when they're eating the last Supper yeah, the last supper. That's in your kitchen. So that's who you think you praying to when every time you eat, you see what I'm saying? You start thinking that, wow, um, hey man, they're more superior to us. That shit sticks in the kids and in, in the, in the parents still to this day. Santa
1: Claus is white. Yeah. Easter Bunny is white.
2: Santa Claus, your mama bust ass all year. And to get you a good Christmas, I'll just say that fat white boy, that fat. <laughs> Great headed white boy brought you these toys last Came night. Came
1: down your Trinity and you know it's so crazy. He he leaves and says, Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas.
2: And, and the thing about it, it's so fucking stupid. How that big son of a bitch fit down the chimney and the <laughs> chimney is skinny as hell. And you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just all brainwashing. I mean, man. just
1: like you know with Easter. You know what I mean? We out here, you know, we we going out and getting candy. I mean, dude, you get us in Halloween. You go out here and get candy and shit and participate in that, okay? Then you're coming out with Easter, and Easter and we're doing Easter egg hunts. And, dude, when the last time you seen a rabbit lay an egg?
2: <laughs>
1: but that's what we think. So, you know, it's some black folks out here that's listening to this podcast and white folks that's probably saying, rabbits don't lay eggs. <laughs> I also thought rabbits lay eggs. See what I'm saying? <laughs> no, YouTube that shit. You can go look for your goddamn self, man. Santa Claus don't come down your fucking chimney either. <laughs> and Rudolph is fucking goddamn is fake. And <laughs> yeah,
2: that shit is the most depressing holiday in the world because you can't get your t- kids toys. Cause these bills are whooping your ass all year. And you you mad and sad because you you ain't unable to say
1: that old big boy, you want he bring you no toys this year. And, and, and it's kinda you don't want your kids to suffer and not fit in with other kids and shit like that. You see what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, you know. Um, I know you go out and get gifts and things like that, you know what I mean, for your kids, though, and, and, you know, it. it, but you got to, your kids got to understand what they're participating in, see what I'm saying, and and that's how I feel about it, like, if, if you're going to celebrate Christmas, then you need to say, okay, well, I worked hard, I went and got you gifts, I appreciate you being a good kid, okay,
2: do that shit all year, yeah, don't wait till the,
1: Oh, they start uh that's, well, well, it's capitalism it's capitalism capitalism for you for those of you who don't know what capitalism is um when you cut your TV on no matter when you cut your TV on and uh you see a a damn kid a, a, a rapper out here wearing uh uh itchy bond, you what I'm saying we're going to use itchy bond, then you go your kid is going to say oh man I want that new itchy bond. see what I'm saying and like right now supreme uh the word hype beast is real. I mean, Supreme, they got a lot of good stuff, but people out here are wearing Supreme because they want to be cool. And I see people wearing fake Supreme because, dude, man, Supreme ain't cheap, and I see everybody in Charlotte with it. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. It, it's right. like going to the store and you see everybody with Gucci bags and Louis Vuitton bags, man. Like, come on, man. It, I mean, it don't work um, like that. Yeah,
2: there's so much pressure on these kids, though. I mean, if they don't have this, they get bullied. They get picked on uh you know what i'm saying it's just it's it's, we just have to educate our
1: people i mean but you got to think about it everybody my dad told me this i used to i I used to call him and say man how come people don't support their own And you know he told me Mm -hmm. he said look not everybody's business okay you you gotta have workers you gotta have businessmen you gotta have bosses you gotta have managers you gotta have supervisors Mm -hmm. it's just like with ants you see what i'm saying you got to have worker ants. You got to have, you know what I mean? It, 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 it's, mm-hmm. how, it's how it is. You got to right. have it. That's how the economy survives. Right. But if you have the ability to spread your resources, like Dane, dad says, pass the plug. If you have the ability to do it, you got to do it. Like right, I was stuck in the cave, right? Mm-hmm. When I came out of the cave and I realized that there was a greater reality that, and I didn't, I, I didn't realize I didn't know myself. What I did was I initially went to you because mm-hmm. you know, when you're in a cave, your obligation once you see a greater reality is to go back and let the people that you care about and know, know about that.
2: Well, I mean, a, a lot of times we practice a lot of shit and we uneducated. You know, like, um, you can say we're in a cave, but I, it's times, you you talked about shit you've you been, they fuck with you for 10 years at your gig at your job, you know what I'm saying? Meantime, you had your own business. But them 10 years, you
1: still was in a cave and they was fucking with you. Yeah, you see but, what I'm but see, well, well, how my situation started is, you know, it took about five or six years for me to, I mean, I thought it was me. <laughs> You're black. So, no, for real. Right. and That's why I don't. I, because you were taught that keep w- your head down. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? like, it, it, I would, How many times as a parent or as a kid you heard you need to be in before that street light come on mm-hmm. that transitions back to back in the day with now if you if if the street lights come on and you ain't home the worst thing will happen you'll get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. see what I'm saying that's the worst case in there or you be on punishment you can't go outside tomorrow told you being for back in the day if they said boy you better be in this house before that sun come down mm-hmm. they had signs up all throughout the U.S that says don't let that sun come down on you Mm -hmm. And what that mean is, if we catch your black ass out here amongst town, and that sun is up, sun is down. It's legal to kill your ass. It's legal to kill your ass. It's called the Mm. sun. And and you know what's crazy? One thing that I learned at Sam's Club, right, is they had what you call the sundown rule. And if that's if somebody called and had a question, you had to get back to them before the sun down. The sun came down. <laughs> oh, I never exercised that rule. I rebelled against that rule on purpose because that shit brought back the roots of, don't let that sun come down. Okay, come where, down.
2: where did you say you was working at? Sam's Club. Yeah, and where where is Sam's Club home office? Where do they originate from?
1: Bentonville, Arkansas.
2: Okay, Arkansas, Mississippi, yeah. all that shit in the same yeah. area. Okay, and you, you, you surprised that shit is in fucking Arkansas.
1: yeah i mean yeah so you know and and it's a lot of viable things that you learn from that like i I got i got friends to this day you know people that have left and you know people that are still there but um you got to ask yourself i remember one time i my supervisor had came into um came into the job right and you knew he was coming and i'm sitting here talking to him and shit and I look at the corner of my fucking eye and I see you looking through a crack that only a fucking lizard could look through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I and I actually said, yo, man, why the fuck was you looking at me? Listen to my conversation, man. And your response was, hey, dog, I had to make sure you wasn't conformed. Yeah. I well, had to make sure you wasn't an Uncle Tom ass nigga because you talk a lot of shit. Yeah. Well, it's us, but I had to make sure you wasn't one of them fucking niggas that's goddamn yeah, I want, tuck, tuck your tail when your yeah, fucking goddamn boss come around. I wanted to see
2: how you act when Massa came around.
1: <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> Dude, man, you was, hey, you was tucked in a crack, man. It had to be a fucking lizard can see through, buddy. Yeah. It was a fucking angle, man. You, hey, you was blending in like a fucking goddamn chameleon something, man.
2: Yeah, well, I got to know what's around me, though. <laughs> I got <laughs> to know what's around me, Hey,
1: though. but it's funny, though, that that took place after them white folks came for your ass, man. See what I'm saying?
2: Right, because, like, well, I mean, like I say, I mean, I'm going to say this again. I was not completely woke until, whats your name that movie came out, them documentaries. I was not woke. It explained everything that I've ever been through. It explained a lot of stuff. It explained why blacks was, you, and, we, and I you really hear this, it mm-hmm. explains why blacks can discriminate on other blacks because they don't know where they came from. Right. And it explained why, hell, I used to hire blacks in my company and them motherfuckers be hating and coming for me and stealing everything. And mm-hmm. the reason being is they dumbass, uneducated. I'm white. If he not white, he not we not supposed to work for him. Black people think we supposed to be equal. We ain't working for you. We doing all the work. So if it ain't a white face right there, a lot of times our black people will not go for it.
1: All right, so we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, man. And, and I, I, you sent me this story here, man. And this is th- this segment right here, man. I just want we close this thing out with a bang, man. We want to. This is a this is about a you know couple minutes long audio, but we want people to understand, you know, what can really happen and how officers respond and how we got to conduct ourselves, because even if we conduct our, everybody try to say, when the cops come around, keep your head down, don't say nothing. And y'all, you probably heard me say it, but I'm going to tell you this right here, man. Sometimes, no matter what you do, man, you are in trouble, buddy. And we're going to go ahead and play a little clip here of what happened. And what, what did this take place as though? Uh, Richmond County, South Carolina. I think that's around the Columbia, South Carolina area. Okay, so down in South Carolina. And this is some recent shit, too. Yeah, that was on live TV.
3: Timber Disturbers are at this gas station between male and female. Sir, I need you to help me, please. I need... This man over here on the other side of the
0: gas station... I need you to stop... Me, I need you to... He me, like, seven times
3: in the side of my head. All right, get out the car. Hey, that's supposed to be a Bravo mic right, right here. Hey, turn turn around right now. Turn around right now.
1: It ain't nothing worse than a Mexican cop pulling up with a white cop and he is in charge. <laughs> this dude is going to overcompensate and you're gonna listen to hear it.
3: Back It wasn't Put your hands Please hold on. Hey, who is he? Who Stop. I need to look
1: so this white woman is saying she need to look to see what black dude punched her in the face because we all look alike the most of them, okay? And the officer had already hemmed up one nigga and slammed his ass up against the wall and his girl coming over to saying you got the wrong person. So right there, both of them could have got shot and we'd have been talking about another tragedy down there in fucking South Carolina. him.
4: he's up right. <laughs> I will
3: fight you. I won't fight stop you. Stop resisting. Won't. She, I won't, stop. I won't, I won't. Listen, she's not. Ma'am, get away from me before she's you down. join her.
1: You understand me? Did you hear that? Mexican cop told the black girl, you get away for you join her. And the black girl walks over with her hands up and says, Hey, you got things all wrong. Well, while she was
2: uh, interrupting the investigation, was going on. We're missing, I mean, the, the key point. Get is, away
1: before I deal with you, pretty much?
2: Yeah, she has to, because she's getting inside that investigation. Uh, yeah, you see what I'm saying? Back
0: up. Back up. Everybody, back up. Hey,
2: put your
3: hands behind your back. Put your hands behind your back. Hey, put your hands behind your back All right. All right. right now. Oh, he got yeah. stabbed. Yeah, I got stabbed across yeah. my face. Wait a minute. This boy, right like, here, the three girl, different things she's going for the car. Okay. Listen, my ID's okay, in my car. On, okay, hold on. She okay. said that you're the one that did it. No, sir. Right. No, sir. I got witness to say she okay. pulled a knife on me. She stabbed you. Yes, sir. Ah, now it's starting to make yes, sense. Yes, sir. Okay, she's saying that she was beating No, up. sir. She she pulled a knife on me. Okay. I defend myself. Okay. I got an eyewitness. Everybody, my, my ID's in my car. Gotcha, right okay, there. okay. We're, have a seat for me, have a, a seat for me. Okay, yeah. now it's starting to make sense. Yeah, it makes sense. All right, just chill out for me, okay? Yeah. All right, here's the deal. I'm, time out. Yeah, yeah. All, yeah. all yeah. right, yeah. all yeah. right, time out, time out. I'm coming, I'm coming. Listen, you came around the corner and she started running towards you. Yeah. So I assumed it was you. So that's the only reason why he was helping me, right? Because we thought you was the bad guy. It happens, we thought nothing personal, okay? Remember, we got to make sense of everything, okay? She's telling us that this man beat her up. Yeah. Come to find out, the way it's looking, she stabbed this man. Oh,
4: nice. Okay, that's not, that's but see, now see, now we starting to make, see, see what I'm saying?
3: Now we starting, so give us like two more minutes. Let's chill out for a second, okay? Oh, just man, chill man, out man, right man. here. We'll get your statement, give me a statement from him, okay? Hey, if you, 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 where you at, where you at right now? Huh? No, let me see. She got you in the neck. Yeah, and then when I went to the car, mm-hmm. she took off on the car and dragged me down. Oh, I way told way. her, ma'am, stop. She took off on the car. Okay. How, how okay. did this all start? I was next on the car. She said, you got in front of me. Next thing white I know, privilege. she come back with what a knife. See? Is that it right there? That uh, is the eyewitness, the
1: eyewitness. What's your take on that, man? What's my what, what take on that? shit out with that uh, bullshit? Okay,
2: man, in once again, white privilege. You jumped me at the pump or... Was she in line or were they arguing about the pump? I think I think she's saying he jumped her. Mm-hmm. And you know how you pull up to a gas station. You, you you assume that you next. Mm-hmm. And by her being white privilege, I supposed to be next. Okay, so uh, this, this brother, because this president that, that a lot of y'all love so much, has mm-hmm. uh, uh, got a lot of these supremacist thinking, okay, you know what I'm saying, make America great again.
1: Okay so, so since you want to jump in on president, mm-hmm. so, so you don't agree with Donald Trump on anything. It's fuck Donald Trump like everybody else well, my question how, how many how many black people you got in the White House working for them? uh how many black people do a lot of employers have in their office working for? Them? you' gonna count how many, how many black people did Bill Clinton have in his White House? Um, them Clinton around. At least Bush had kind of lace rice. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. But that's
2: what I'm saying. Trump had nobody but Omarosa. And, you know what I'm saying. And and, but, and but that's that's, a, that's, that's, a that's
1: that's not the topic. We talking about. We talking about. But, saying, but you saying. But you
2: Do I, agree? I? have no. I don't agree with what what shit that he's. His dad. <laughs> his dad was a clansman. You see what I'm saying. His dad mm-hmm. ran some clans shit back in New York. You see what I'm saying. You don't think that motherfucker was a clansman? Who Trump?
1: Yeah. I'm not denying that. Okay, so you sound like that you. You don't think that a lot of these managers and supervisors and people and high-ranking officials and things like that is supremacists? We talking about voting? Yeah, I, I, I think they do. But you can't run no damn country. Ninety percent of black people go and vote, and they say, "Oh, how you? What you vote? Oh, I voted all Democrat. How can you? I voted all Democrat. You, voted on Democrat. Well, that's
2: what I'm saying. How can you?" You like some things he doing because I think he saved you some money in a couple of areas.
1: Okay, <laughs> <I> mean, shit. <laughs> okay, so so so. What hey, a- guess what? Obama saved me a fucking stimulus package, buddy. Okay, but check this out. What's that? What? All
2: the hate that's coming out because this man is
1: in office right now. You got all the hate coming out. You got mm-hmm. all the supremacy coming out. See, that's what people fail to realize, though, is this, and I'm, I'm gonna get this topic off, and, 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 and I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you counter it. Mm-hmm. We had to have okay when 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 Barack Obama was in office, they put Barack Obama in office to put blindfolds over black people. Okay, when he was in office, we heard songs My presidents black, my Lambo blue and green. And I we yeah, heard that's uh, a nice song I was bumping that the other day. Yeah, that's a nice song. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Yeah, and right underneath your eyes, buddy, it was mass incarcerating your goddamn relatives, buddy. That's what they do. No, that shit started with uh, the fucking Clintons. Yeah, well, shit. Once again, Democrat, mass incarceration. Democrat, Barack Obama. Democrat. See what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. But you got to realize, man, they block everything they try to do.
2: oh A lot of the Democrats. They can't make up rules and laws on their own. They come in and get got to get shit voted in. They get blocked. Okay. So on everything they so, try to so, so,
1: so do. So check this out. The same if, shit Obama was fighting. If you was for, the huh? Democratic Party and I was the Republican Party, right? Mm-hmm. And. We're 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 trying to get things passed, and we're majority. We gonna get our shit off. Exactly. We're not gonna let you get nothing off because we are the we. The president is a Democrat, so the Democrats are gonna try to pass every. They gonna they. Gonna, it's in house. Okay, but so how do you, how, they don't work together? Right. So
2: how do you say Obama ain't did shit for the black community? I didn't they, say Obama ain't okay. did shit for the black so, community. So so.
1: <laughs> I said Donald Trump, in my eyes, has done more for the black community than the fucking goddamn uh, uh, Obamas. All Obama did was make a goddamn movie called South Side of Bullshit on goddamn Netflix. Okay, but... And okay. he's writing books so and shit now. So if that's true, how much you think uh, uh, they blocked everything the man tried to do? I, I understand that. So you Or, s- or did they? Yes. What are the, how do you know that? As what as are the rules?
2: Fact checks. And go fact checks everything they he brought up they try to shoot that shit down okay
1: so l- let's bring up a little bit here with with with, with uh obama okay mm-hmm. number one we all know it is a proven fact that hillary clinton had obama beat by a fucking landslide okay mm-hmm. during the democratic election hillary clinton had obama beat the powers that be told obama and Hillary Clinton, we're gonna go with Obama because we're gonna get the black vote and we're guaranteed to win. Hillary, after Obama does his two terms, we're gonna bring you in. That was the plan. Hillary Clinton knew that Obama was gonna do that. They raised all that money and got they said, Hillary, we gonna you done raise a hundred, two hundred million, go eat. No, I think the shit, the momentum. Obama had that fucking momentum going. The momentum was when we went and Hillary said, uh Thank you, America, for supporting me, all the, the women. The numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie, man. Women. Everybody know who, who. The numbers do The numbers do lie, because Hillary Clinton was busting Obama's ass in the fucking goddamn man, polls. I don't know what polls you looked at, because uh, Obama had the momentum in this one, buddy. And uh, I think she was smart to go ahead and back out. You all what I'm saying? I don't think... Well, that's beside the fact, okay? This, this is my point here. What did Obama try to pass for black people? Obamacare? Uh, well, Well, I mean, let's talk about how Obamacare works. Mm -hmm. So saying Obamacare takes from the wealthy to give to the poor. Mm -hmm. Okay. Donald Trump shit is very simple. Trump shit is. You work for yours. I work for mine. Of course, a middle-class black person or a black person that's not in a certain pay bracket is going to say, well, it's not fair for everybody to pull their own weight because man, I want to sit back. Took
2: Obama's plan and tweaked it a little bit.
1: Okay, well, guess the what? The
2: same shit they blocked the motherfuckers passed when Trump got in office.
1: Yeah, they tweaked it, but guess what? At the end of the day, who gets credit for it? Well, I man, who gets credit for everything? You, oh, Barack Obama, laid down to North Korea. He didn't want. He didn't want no smoke with that. Trump comes in, said, "Hey, dog, get down and lay down." You <laughs> see what I'm saying? Hey man. I, I I'm not siding with him. I'm just saying so, you, you, you I'm not gonna sit Okay, here.
2: maybe you need to check uh uh, uh your boy's track record because he went and got two of the biggest terrorists that was out there. I mean, remember, Did he get him for real? Who? Uh Bin Laden? Yeah. What you, you what you think? You on some conspiracy
1: theory, theory shit? Nah, I'm not on a conspiracy theory, it's conspiracy theory. I'm you think saying. he's still living? Hey, like I said, who knows?
2: You, Do the motherfucker you, exist?
1: You're going to go capture the biggest fucking terrorist in the fucking world. And then you're going to take his body and throw it in the fucking ocean? Yeah, so it you won't gonna be res- no murder. No, so, so it won't respect be no murder. His, so no, his because religion?
2: wherever he died, them fucking terrorists going to come and celebrate. They're going to make that shit out of murder. They
1: already celebrated over here. Well, they
2: ain't got no place to they celebrate. They a
1: big-ass fucking surprise well, party. Well, what
2: they say. If you're going to celebrate this shit, you're going to celebrate that shit in the sea. You said, go out in the middle and celebrate
1: Man, that don't make sense, though.
2: It don't make sense. That's what they said. They dumped them off at sea, so them motherfuckers going to celebrate.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you, you can say that, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh, when when them uh, World Trade Centers got hit, buddy, uh, them them uh, Ben Lyons was on a first-class ticket oh, out of here, man, buddy. they
2: knew that shit was going to happen, dog. They yeah. allowed all that shit to go fuck up everybody that they wanted to without all the people blocking them from going to war.
1: Yeah, but back on Trump, you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying, because you be trying to dodge that.
2: I'm not dodging that. Trump,
1: Trump has done nothing ha- great for America. But
2: dude, he ain't done nothing. Dude, he's spewing all, all this hate, doc. Okay. This now, shit ain't never been as bad.
1: But see, that's the whole thing. Dick Gregory, yo guy. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace, Dick Gregory. Yo guy mm-hmm. said that Donald Trump has to be the president because it's going to wake black people up. Because it's people that did not realize that white supremacy or race racism existed and white people walking with tiki torches and shit all this shit didn't come out until trump came in office the whole make america great again campaign exposed white supremacy mm-hmm. and without that we would still be walking around so that, is, that okay, is that that's the reason okay but that's the reason why i support that movement <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a I, that's a roundabout slick way to, to support the movement because no, you said I
1: support it because i want they exposing themselves man okay, well, because you, i'm gonna tell you if we would have with hillary clint they would they would have hillary Clinton the first thing she trying to do is get win the black vote so we, you got big uh uh, uh, uh what's the name uh, uh killer mike and all them supporting hillary Clinton yeah let's get all y'all niggas up here and guess what we ain't going to be thinking about no mass incarceration. we ain't gonna be thinking about nothing else because she got our back.
2: so well, you saying Trump is uh against mass incarceration uh,
1: uh from what it looked like, he just talking about going down there and sending some troops to mexico what is
2: that what what does that have to do with mass incarceration
1: the black has, people? okay so what happens is you got Trump now that's trying to win over the black um the black vote because it's re-election coming so what do I do? It's too late I him. start letting black people out of jail for non-violent crimes I've
2: seen one person Obama let a lot of people Obama started that
1: yeah on his way out okay but now, no no, on his he, way out dude he, he had to do <clears> stuff different Obama now, didn't even get an edge up the whole time he's been the fucking dude, goddamn man, politician because he's scared to really how be black people, man how many people when have you seen Obama with an edge up dog dude dude Listen, man, that's a whole thing. He topic. don't want to sh- do that. Obama would never grow up here. Why are you haven't seen uh, a piece of hair on his face, boy?
2: Found of one person, maybe more. You know, more more people that Trump let out because I don't know, but one uh, political stunt to make himself look good,
1: and let the black girl Okay, out so it so I'm gonna tell you what's happening. Mm-hmm. It, it's all it's all a ploy. He stole his plan, dude. Donald Trump is not a dummy, and people need to stop underestimating him. Okay, that don't make you a dummy. Donald a Trump racist. comes out, and the first thing he says is he's going to build a wall down there to stop the Mexicans and stuff. People, immigrants from coming in, right?
2: Yeah, he's going to hire his own fucking construction people to make the money. Okay, so, he, so I mean, you wouldn't child. do the same. You
1: wouldn't do the same thing. If if you president? I mean, you you wouldn't do that. If I'm the president and I'm gonna build a fucking wall that's gonna take thirty years to build, you can best believe I'm gonna start stainless construction tomorrow, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> see what I'm okay saying?
2: Okay, the the Michigan mayor did that shit, Kwame Evans. They got it, motherfucker. Twenty eight
1: years. He's not the president. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. No, he's not white. That's the difference. <laughs> yeah. So okay. so, so, ch- Qu- so ch- not Kwame. So, Is it, so- it Kwame something? Kilpatrick. So so, yeah. so hear me out on this. So mm-hmm. you got this damn president. Who is saying I'ma start letting the blacks out? And 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 statistically showing this the prison system numbers have been down since he has been in the prison. He's been the president. Huh? Yes. Hey, why are you getting that man the credit for it? So listen. They're I'm, getting exposed for all this corrupt yeah, hey, bullshit okay, for okay, putting these okay. mugs in I'm prison. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you get off. Pause. I'ma let you get off. So his numbers are down. So the white folks that invested in these prison systems, if you want to count Michael Jordan. But the white folks that cause that, that invest in these prison systems, they come out and say, dog, you fucking the money up. So Trump says, I got y'all. We about to send these amount of troops down there and we're going to arrest the Mexicans and we're going to give these niggas the fucking American dream. But it's going to be in the prison system, buddy. So, So you watch over the next course of this next two years. You gonna you gonna be seeing you go watch locked up abroad. You go watch the the show. You remember the show the show that got locked up mm-hmm. when they go into the different jails. There's mm-hmm. a lot of blacks in there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, that shit gonna look like Cinco de Mayo, buddy, because <laughs> they are gonna start bringing them in. And what people better to realize is Trump plays this game. He understands what's going on. He's not a dummy. He knows he's it's a game we playing. But our as black people, we put too much energy in saying fuck Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying. You know, it's people out here saying, "Go vote, dude." It's de- Democrats. All blacks used to vote Republican, dude.
2: It's it's not. Blacks used to vote okay, Republican. Let's go. Let's go to your home state. When that fucking Confederate rally up there in Virginia, and this bitch had he had to take a stance on that shit. Who? And what did he say Who? when the white guy ran over? Um,
1: on say that one more time.
2: Yeah. What I'm saying is, let's go back to your home state in Virginia. Uh huh when the white supremacists ran over the protesters, mm-hmm. all Donald Trump had to do is come out and say, you know, he, they wrong for that. This motherfucker, first thing out of his mouth, they had a permit. They had a permit to be up there. They did and though. it's hate on both sides. They did though. It's hate on both sides. They did though. Yeah, but you know, but okay, that's him going against Coles, uh, condemning that uh, the white guy for doing what he did. And he will never speak against
1: hatred and white supremacy. The biggest problem. Back when we talking benign neglect, See what I'm saying we're gonna take it back to benign neglect, right? Yeah. When it comes to black people, you go back and look at the civil rights movement, right? All black people stuck together back then. See what I'm saying mm-hmm. you 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 would be outcasted in the black community if you tried to hate on your brother or your sister, right? Mm-hmm. So, who was that? Back? Who was the president back well, okay. then? was
2: Nixon, and then Nixon got killed, and they brought in Lyndon Johnson. Okay. Well, well
1: this, you know this, this was Nixon. This was this, right. this was the real one that did this one. Okay, right. mm-hmm. Nixon, probably why they got him. Because this right here, this is the real one. Nixon came out and came up with the benign neglect. And what he did was, and they talk about this on Hidden Colors. Mm-hmm. Nixon came up and said that all these people coming to him with all these uh, civil rights and black people, equal, equal black people, this, that, and the third, right? Mm-hmm. He says, We're going to play dumb to make them dumb. We're going to act like it, it's not a problem, right? Mm-hmm. So soon after Nixon, it could have been your boy, uh, after Nixon, Lyndon Johnson. Okay. Lyndon, he comes in and he says, Nah, dog, I got something for them. Let's give them what they want because what's going to happen is we're going to give the blacks the, the right to vote, we're going to give the blacks the right to sit in the front of the bus. We're going to give the blacks, uh, uh, uh all that we're going to give, we're going to give them what they ask for because once we give it to them, there's no reason for them to be united anymore. So you have, you ever looked at it like that? No. Black people don't stick together because what are, what is that a fight for? You look at the, look at the gay community right now. They're sticking together. Once they get everything that they need, how, how much, let's see how, let's see how much they continue to stick together. You're going to start seeing them fighting amongst each other. Who you talking about? The gay community? Yeah, the gay community. That's a whole nother show in itself right there. Well, well no, nah, I mean, that's about as far as I'm going to touch on that, though. Right. Pause. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's what I'm trying to say. Black people, in a sense, were working together. And they, a smart white guy came along and said, hey, these boys is getting some momentum, man. They got Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, boy, they coming for us. Mm-hmm. So let's give them what they want. And then watch them scramble. And that's exactly what happened. You gave us what we want. If you take five that's black people.
2: That's not, pe- man. They start killing off all the leaders.
1: So it was a movie that I just watched, man. I forgot the name of it, man. Damn. I mean, I, I don't they get
2: You how, Dude, how do you, how you make moves and all this when they're killing all of it? When you got Jager Hoover, the uh, head of FBI, going out to all the leaders, taking the head out, bombing their houses, and shooting them and stuff.
1: Sorry to bother you. It's the name of the movie. Okay. If anybody ain't seen this movie, I stand behind this movie and promote this to do this from my get out. Um, dude, this movie right here is very symbolic. People look at it and say it's stupid, but I'm going to tell you it's symbolic. It's pretty much telling you this. If you take five black people and you put them in a a job, right? Mm -hmm. And all of them come together and say, well, let's say 15 black people or, or, um, 15 black Mexican Hispanic whatever and they all say we're not getting paid like the white folks right Mm -hmm. all you gotta do is just take one nigga one Mexican out of that damn group and give them the job that everybody else want and I promise you that whole shit crumbles in my life promote one and and then guess what you do Mm -hmm. you take one out of that group of 15 to 20 and say look Y'all need to be like him. And if you ain't like him, I'm going to get rid of you. And now how can I prove racial intent if I've just promoted one of your own people and y'all acting ignorant now? Well, they're going to turn on him. Yeah, but do they care? Because they moved to South Charlotte, okay? And yeah, they like their lifestyle. They moved to South Charlotte. They you love their lifestyle right now. They moved to South Charlotte, dog. That's what's going to end up happening. But like I said, um, th- this right here, you know, episode one, See what I'm saying? T. Next up, Podcast, Torture's Perspective Series. And our next episode, too, is going to be a heavy hitter. Um, I know we kind of wanted to bring this in um, this time, but we we didn't want to do no three, four-hour podcast. But I'm going to tell you this, relationship perspectives. Um, I know, boy, you've been studying Mm. like Bill Belichick, buddy, (laughs) on this. And we're going to... Start that next one off with some with with, with, with a lot of info, man. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have a couple special guests that we're gonna call in on it. Um, but thank you guys for listening. I'm Trav. This is Zo. Peace. Peace.